What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my podcast people. This is episode number 139 of the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. I am still your host, JPB. And today's episode is brought to you by a conversation with my husband. Uh, We were talking the other day as we were out in nature. And a little backstory On December 31st of last year, on New Year's Eve, we went on a hike in the forest. I live in the Pacific Northwest region of the United States, and there is much forest here, and it is magical to me. So we were there, we were talking about plans to get out and be in nature more intentionally this year, and find hikes that we have never done before, and make a list and check it off throughout the year. And then we found ourselves on the same hike in June for the first time again, halfway through the year. And time, my friends, will come. It will go. It will continue on with or without your consent. So yes, we have to choose to do things with intention and prioritize each day and week how we want to spend our time and energy. And I am happy to report We have been back a few times since then, and each time I am immediately grateful to be moving my body around in nature with the sounds and the smells and all of the fractals of nature helping to immediately lower my stress, melt my tension from my shoulders and neck. There is something about nature, maybe because we are nature and live so far removed from it for the most part, maybe it's something else. But there is all kinds of research out there about how nature affects our stress hormone levels and our brain waves and activation of different brain regions. Green exercise, or just exercise in nature is what that is, has been shown to improve mood in and also decrease stress, anxiety, and symptoms of depression on a significant level through our senses interacting with that environment. And so Jarrett and I were noticing how present we feel when we are out there, which makes sense because green exercise has been shown to have similar effects as mindfulness meditation. It feels incredible to just be in a moment and notice what is around and feel safe and feel calm. And there's so much going on around us all the time that takes our attention away and puts us into a heightened state of awareness and nervous system arousal. I think about just my typical day where I wake up and I get ready and I walk to the train where I am surrounded by strangers, where there is occasionally violence on the train. And I walk through a city that is suffering and I see so many people living on the street. Many of those people are suffering from addiction or untreated mental health crisis. There is violence, there is death. And this leaves me with a much higher level of stress and threat awareness. And then I go to a job at a hospital where everything is fast paced and urgent. And I work in a place where I am usually the only woman working at the center that leads to a heightened level of awareness and stress 
And my job in neuroimaging research is complex and can be incredibly stressful at times. And then I take the same hour and a half commute home on the bus, on the train, and throughout my day I am scrolling the internet, learning about the bombings of innocent people around the world and our human rights being taken away and genocide and tragedy and corruption and hate and violence. It is in our faces all the time. And just the constant screen time alone is stimulating to the nervous system. And so all of that to say that we live in a world that is not aligned with our natural rhythms. It is much faster. And that does not allow for a time for our natural internal systems to process the day's events before we do it all over again. And that, my friend, is not conducive to a properly regulated nervous system or mental health or overall wellness. And so again, we have to be intentional about how we spend our time and choose to take the 30 minutes a day, five minutes at a time if needed, to do our nervous system hygiene. We have to choose joy. We have to choose connection. We have to choose how we are spending our internal resources of time and energy. And so, so that we can regulate our nervous system and practice stress and practice bringing ourselves down from the stress that we do practice so that our system will do that more automatically in the future, helping us to regulate and maintain a balancing because there is no balance. It doesn't, it's not static. It's always going back and forth between adversity back to calm because there's no such thing as a stress-free life. So we have to learn how to build a better relationship with our stress and our discomfort. And we have to be intentional about doing that. And like I said, finding the joy, finding the connection, finding the things that help us to balance that along with our daily nervous system hygiene. And I also know that for a lot of us, the urge is to just try to make those feelings go away. Even when we're using our tools, we're practicing breath work and thinking, okay, I'm doing this thing and it's supposed to make this uncomfortable feeling go go away. Why isn't it gone yet? And this was the conversation with my husband in the forest because we noticed that there was an expectation like, okay, I'm in nature now, feel better, feel better now. And it's not a light switch. And the intention behind the practice of these tools is significant in how it works. Because if we are intending to just force this thing go away and we're holding stress and tension about that while we're trying to use these tools, our system, we can't trick our system like that. It still has the awareness of that denial of that piece of ourself, of that refusal to feel the things, refusal to process, because processing requires that we feel the feelings. It requires that these things, these events, this arousal energy, they they have to be allowed space to exist. And so trying to force the feelings, the discomfort away does not work. Instead of trying to make the feeling or the sensation go away, What if we just allowed it to exist and got curious about what our body is telling us? Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it takes practice. And 
that is the only way that these things, you know, that, that, we, that we are able to process. We have to stop judging and trying to make things go away. And we have to start getting curious and do, using more of more of an investigative approach. What is this? What is it asking for? What might I need? How can I give myself what I need right now? And we don't always need to understand or intellectualize these feelings or sensations. Sometimes it just needs to exist so that it can go away on its own. Just sometimes it's just asking for space to be. And just knowing that you can actually handle the feeling or sensation does wonders for your nervous system. Remember, if anxiety is the underestimation of your ability and the overestimation of the threat, knowing a visceral and felt knowing, which is very different than just intellectually knowing something or having an idea about something, having a visceral and felt knowing that you can in fact handle the discomfort gives your brain and your nervous system that reference point it needs to build the confidence in your ability to face that challenge. So, Wrapping this up, the sights, sounds, and smells of nature interact with our senses in a way that calms the nervous system. And pair that with the benefits of walking or movement, and it is a recipe for brain and body benefits that leave you feeling calmer, more relaxed, more focused, creative, hopeful, uh, boost your memory and attention, and overall heightened mood and well-being, mental and physical. Now, I know some people don't love nature. I've seen that recently, which kind of blew my mind. I was like, really? But everybody's different. And that's fine. But I do wonder if this is true for you, if it could be more of a discomfort with the silence, with yourself, with something new, a new environment, with self-criticism because you're not doing it right, or judgment because you should be doing something different. I used to feel a lot more of that. So I know that those things exist. And the big takeaway here, along with the benefits of nature and more the benefits of moving your body in nature, is a skill called willingness. The willingness to spend time with that discomfort and not try to rush it away, not try to rush the feelings and sensations that are uncomfortable away. And yes, this willingness is a skill because it takes practice and it takes intention and it can be incredibly uncomfortable. And it is the only way if we are, if we are not willing to sit with our feelings, to recognize them, to give them space, they cannot process. And so willingness is required. And when we're using tools to help regulate our nervous system, to help increase our overall mood and well-being. It is not a light switch that we can just flip on and on and expect to force the feelings we don't want to go away because that's not how it works. So we're using our tools and we're practicing the skill of willingness to recognize these feelings, give them the time, give them the space to help regulate our nervous system, to help in that balancing act between the forever changing adversity, calm, risk, excitement, reward, all of the things that we go through as humans. So I'm going to leave it here for today. But if you're listening to this before July 22nd, 2023, 
I am running my movement for mental health workshop again, and it's all about your brain on exercise, giving you more reasons to move your body that serve you instead of shame you, knowing which movements and exercises help in what situation. So it's important to have tools that work for you. And sometimes our exercises and movements are actually elevating our nervous system and increasing the stress instead of helping us manage and bring that down. The different types of exercises are useful at different times. So we have to know what tools we have in order for them to work well for us. I'll also be teaching some movements specific to activation of the vagus nerve. So you can help switch that um, into uh, switch yourself into a calm rest digest learning state. And if you're looking for a reason to move your body that doesn't feel like shit, or you've just heard me talk about moving stress in the body and you're not really sure what that means, or you just want to nerd out about the brain, this one is for you. I'm always here for questions. If you've got them, my info is always in the show notes. I will also leave the link for the workshop there too. And that's all I've got today. I'm wishing you a beautiful week. Thank you for spending your time with me. You know that I do not take that for granted. Until next time, peace out.